Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything. So have you been painting a lot lately? Oh, so much. And have you been getting quicker? Uh, kind of. Okay. And because of all the new shiny toys that I'm able to use. Toy? Been... Toys or like liquid toys? Liquid toys that uh-huh. I put on top of my other toys, my mini toys. Alright, so what were those? Those those were the contrast paints by GW, of course? Uh, no, actually no. they were the transparent paints by Vallejo, but I was encouraged to use them mm-hmm. because those contrast paints came out for by from Games Workshop. Oh, and you thought they might be like the translucent paints by Vallejo, which were yes. pretty damn good? I think, I think they're called transparents. Transparents? So there's, yes. yes. And so, I guess the really big thing is Games Workshop released these contrast paints, and they're being tearing up the painting the painting scene yeah, oh, yeah that's a good one the scene uh, but not any painting scene they're, the miniature painting they're, scene they're the, they're the freshest paint <laughs> and, and and not just any not just all of the miniature painting scene the tabletop miniature painting scene the most important one of course yeah because we play a lot of miniature games mm-hmm so I know you've tried them out. I've seen people's tutorials on them. I've not yet tried mm-hmm. them out, though. Yep, so basically, Games Workshop, their hype train totally worked on me. I realized I'm super susceptible to any marketing whatsoever. And so they've been hyping it for like over a month or something like that with the tagline, One Thick Coat. Uh-huh. Now, that might not make a lot of sense to a lot of people, if you're not into Games Workshop painting tutorials, but they're, I think they're normal, their original, like, I guess, saying is two thin coats, which is, makes sense, because that's the normal way you paint miniatures, right? Mm-hmm. So when you, when you buy a miniature and you want to paint it up because you want it to be pretty... Uh, you don't want your paint to be chunky, so you, you, d- you yes. do thin coats. You mm-hmm. do thin coats, and the best way to do, to make sure you're not having it chunky or you're not putting on too much, is to do it thin enough that it's a little bit trans... Uh, Lucent, and so you need to do two to get solid coverage. Yep. So then, what they did was they realized that's way too hard for most people to do. They, their patience might not be there. Yeah. And they don't necessarily understand the um, getting the consistency the right consistency on the paint of mm-hmm. the paint right. And so they released this new that they, they they came up with this idea that was called that they ended up calling contrast paints. And the idea is, like I said, mm-hmm. one thick coat. And you're supposed to start with a fairly light base color under it? Yeah, so basically what you do is you take a... Uh, you just basically prime your model mm-hmm. in uh, a white. White or a light gray? A, a white, light gray, a light yellow, something like that. A very mm-hmm. bright color. And then you paint over it with these contrast paints and the con- in one thick coat. And the contrast paints basically give you a the color that you want plus a uh, wash effect in one go. Yep. At least that's the idea. Mm-hmm. And and you, you smeared some of them on, and what happened? And so, no, no, yeah. so then I, I, like, I was like, oh, this is just another stupid Games Workshop gimmick. And then a week later, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy them. Because <laughs> yeah, all of the hype... All the hype of the people you follow on yeah, Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I went out first day... Uh, obviously, I was bad mouthing them because I, I just like to do that. Mm-hmm. Even though <laughs> the, the day before, I, I actually wasn't. I was just saying, I've been disappointed in a lot of the Games Workshop stuff that's come out recently because it's not necessarily that they're bad. They're hobby products, more they're hobby. Mm-hmm. No, not just hobby nope, products. Even they're they're even... games and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're bad. They're actually the best they've kind of ever been in a long time. But 
it doesn't compare to their hype train. The best thing about the New Games Workshop is their marketing. Oh, it's yeah. It's so yeah. good. I was so, tempted to play the new edition of 40K. I won't, I yeah. won't lie, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so, so, basically, the same thing happened with Contrast Paints. Mm-hmm. So, even though I had been disappointed a whole bunch of times, and I knew I was... I should, I should have shielded myself from not being disappointed. Somehow the hype train infected my brain, and you know I, I started watching these videos, and people were saying, "Oh, they're pretty good," and then some people were saying, "Oh, they're okay," but no one had ever said that they were bad yet. Okay. So, I was like, "Okay, well, if no one said they're bad. All right, I, I guess I got to try them out, even even if they're bad. I have to know whether they're good or not." Mm-hmm. So. Somehow that morphed into, oh my god, I've got to try them. I'm so excited. And so on the day that they were released, I went in at like 12.30 to buy them. And I had something to do at 2. So I literally went home, tried the paints, and then left to do something because I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. I, I went up specifically to buy them to paint for like 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, and I tried the one thick coat. All right, using what color? I used a flesh color. Yep. And some sort of light colored, like a light green, gray. It was like, like Griff Charger gray. You know, Games Workshop. They always have weird names oh, for had, their. Oh, had like a bit of blue to it, or did it? Yeah, it was a bit yeah, of. Yeah, okay, I think blue. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what Griffs are. Yeah, yeah so Griff Chargers. Of course. Yeah, so Griff Chargers are like a light blue gray, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I tried that out, and I, I tried those two out on some miniatures I had, and I gotta say, I was a bit disappointed. One thick coat was kind of, I don't know, kind of BS to me. I it didn't I, really color the whole model. It, it just did. It colored. Okay, the two two of the models. So I actually had a third color, which was a green, which was a little bit better. But the first two, they they didn't really color the model that well, and they started pooling a lot. Mm-hmm. Right, so they were a lot. They're quite hard to control and to, to consistently get a decent blend. Like if I were to use a normal wash, the wash would stick to stick a little bit better on on the on model. the middle of the surface. In the middle of the surface, mm-hmm. instead of pooling so much, because to be fair, like I don't drown my model when I do a wash, mm-hmm. but they're telling me to use one well, thick coat. But that caused way too too much darkness way too in the recesses. Much po- pooling mm-hmm. in the recesses, and it looked really uneven. I, it really didn't look that good, and so. Uh, yeah, so I was but, actually disappointed. The green was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It was more solid in, in terms of color, but again, it pulled a lot. And but, so, yeah. so did they at least come out fairly matte? Because I've tried a lot of washes, and they come out shiny sometimes, which no, is they were really matte. like they were definitely like matte. the army painter so that, ones that sometimes. Is, that, that was a good thing that they weren't really mm-hmm. shiny at all. So uh, it did, and it did. I guess when when you had high detail areas, it kind of seeped in there. Okay, mm-hmm. um, not super great in my opinion. Um, but to me, it was just like, oh, these are just like, I don't know, high pigment washes that are slightly different in consistency, but it's not like you can do anything that, with them that you, like, it's not something that gives you a new tool in your arsenal. So the old washes were probably just as good in your opinion? Yeah, they were mostly the same, and especially if you tried the transparent uh, Vallejo colors. Mm-hmm. Those ones are cool and different. They're very thick. They're very... Um, so they might, they might be more of the, for the real purpose of actually coloring the model that whole color because I've tried yes, a lot of but they also because the translucent is it called the translucent I thought it was transparent transparent I keep calling it translucent yeah transparent 
And so they, they're translucent, exactly, mm-hmm. with, with that color, and they blend and they stick to the model better, and you can get a nice, much more smooth blend. Mm-hmm. And you're still just like a wash, right? You're still applying it fairly liberally. Um, and so basically what happens, I was, I was so super disappointed, but luckily, uh, because I had recently got into these transparent Vallejos, I was like, oh, these are so good. I just went out and bought the rest of the line and realized that that's really kind of what I wanted. And I started using more washes, right? Because mm-hmm. I realized it's true. Like, if you, if you use washes on your model, it does speed things up a lot more. Mm-hmm. And the one thing, um, yeah. So with, we've, I made a test army mm-hmm. for our Star Piercer game with a blue side and a red side, mm-hmm. and actually started by started the models off by just priming them, then zenith priming them, which is you start with a darker color primer, mm-hmm. then you take white primer and prime over top of it, mm-hmm. and then I just use the Vallejo transparent colors straight through the airbrush, mm-hmm. and it actually left the contrast from the zenith priming mm-hmm. through which meant that you sort of got the shading in there beforehand without having to do it all by hand with the airbrush, which is kind of a nice thing, which if those contrast colors could do that, the range of colors I saw from the Games Workshop contrast colors were beautiful, whereas the Vallejos, they came in some really nice, vibrant tones, like translucent red, blue, smoke, and then sort of a woody tone. I guess if you can't smoke, that's like seven. There's Mm -hmm. yellow, orange, green, blue, red, smoke, and wood. Yeah, I think they might be orange, too. Didn't I say orange? Maybe. Yellow, orange, blue, red, green. Okay, that might be the second one you said. Yeah. So so you could mix those potentially to get the colors you wanted. Yeah. But the Games, Workshop, the Games Workshop ones were sort of the colors you might want to paint an army with. Yeah. And so this is what this is what happened. So I was super disappointed. Uh, so I went on the internet onto our, our, like, onto our uh, group for Infinity. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, like everyone on the internet, I use the internet just to to vent to vent and be like what the hell these are not anything like they talked about uh and you know that's what's also good about certain communities is they Mm -hmm. kind of talk you off the cliff and i started looking over more and and a lot of people are saying like don't buy the hype exactly Mm -hmm. of one thick coat that's for like beginners if if you don't know how to paint at all, yeah. If you have no just te- use two thin if you coats. You have no technique at all, and add a little bit of contrast medium to help it. You were saying that if you add medium, you probably have more binder, so it's a more smooth blend on on uh, surfaces. Yeah, that's one of the main ingredients of binder is sort of it holds the whole paint together, kind of like white glue. You might think of it as mm-hmm. so it doesn't so, so it, it doesn't act not, like water. Yeah, it might not like, pool then into the, the rest of the recesses. And I did hear mm-hmm. a lot of people online there said just add a little bit of contrast medium. Which is the GW medium? Yeah. Uh, you know, it costs, it costs twice as much. Oh as yeah, this is another thing that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. The the contrast paint bottles are like twice the price, maybe one and a half times the price of a normal thing for the same cost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Why am I paying so much extra money just because you added a bit of extra medium and and uh, and what thinner? It has, apparently, it has more pigment, but it's got to be fairly a fairly thin paint if it's used as a wash. So. Yeah. So to me. It, it's it's not as like different and oh my god cool as the Vallejo transparents. Mm-hmm. I think the other um, thing with the Vallejo transparents, which made me buy them, mm-hmm. was that once you've say if you've painted something red and you've gone from a dark red to like a light, but then in the middle of it because you've done so much shading mm-hmm. that the red isn't that vibrant anymore, mm-hmm. you then go back over it with the translucence and it brings out the vibrance if you use like yeah, the translucent very, red over top very, of your red. Very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, pigment yeah and you don't lose the shading you've done already yeah, or it doesn't obscure very much of it 
yeah, they're they're all of those things are great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't I can't <laughs> gush enough about the transparent Vallejos yep. other than the model line. And I think no, I'm sorry, yeah, not not the game line. The model line is the one that has yep. them. I think but Reaper offers clear brights. They call them. Mm-hmm. I may have the name wrong. So Might they just also be have interesting. They have something that's virtually the same thing as the mm-hmm. Vallejos, but they don't come in. Oh, they come in droppers. Yeah, so maybe yeah. I should take a look at those. So they so, might have more colors So one of the there. good things about these contrast paints, even though mm-hmm. I wasn't that impressed with them, was that it encouraged me to take a look at, to take another look at how to paint uh, models faster. Yep. And so uh, when we went to Gen Con, uh, one, one thing that we kind of, that I thought was really cool is they have this thing called speed painting. They this entire speed painting section. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of super fun. So normally when we were painting, we tried to paint them as, as to the best of our abilities, right? Yep. To go through um, the standard process, if you lay down the base coat, you apply mm-hmm. a highlight, and you apply some shadows, and then you do some yeah. highlighting. You do the whole procedure. Mm-hmm. And then the thing with the speed painting is it's a competition, and you only have an hour to paint your mini. Or sometimes 40 minutes, I Or thought. 40 minutes, sorry. Yeah. So you are trying to paint as fast as possible and you're trying to cut as many corners as possible while still because it's a competition you still Mm -hmm. want it to look as good as possible yeah and so i found like doing that really kind of helped me zone in on what was important how i should wash things like what what you need to what could you could use for a wash what needs to be the detail when you need to actually edge highlight and when you don't Yep. Uh, when the wash can sort of bring out the edges enough to yeah. you can get away with it. So we actually, before going to Gen Con, practiced at speed painting. A little which, bit, yeah. On the second time. We had done okay. one time. We didn't know it was a thing, and we didn't know how fun it was until yeah. the first time we did it. But then for the second time we went back to Gen Con, mm-hmm. we practiced We practiced and we were, up. And, and, and one of our friends, like, that's all he did. Yeah. He, he went to, like, six speed painting things. And he won a few of them. There's yeah, well, prizes. of course. He kept on training. He probably had the most practice of, of most of the guys there because mm-hmm. most people are just even even professional painters are, are not going to be trying to paint them a model for at in 45 minutes right so we no, have different techniques and diff- different shortcuts mm-hmm. so yeah so it was the surprising thing is that when you cut down your techniques to the, a 45 minute model yep. you realize it can still look pretty good. You can get like oh, so people's definitely get. Amazing. I think you can get over fifty percent. You know what I mean? I think you can even get sixty percent, depending on how 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 good your your model is and how good your top is, right? Mm-hmm. But you can definitely get to if you're a slow but decent painter and you start training on speed painting, you you can probably get to forty five minutes and retain like. 70% of your tabletop quality. So I think you need to have pretty decent brush control though before you get to doing like the super fast techniques because if your brush... almost don't even. You know what this... You, you have to paint in the lines. Like once you can okay, paint in yes, the lines. That's, sure. You have to reach that level and then you, know, you can I, go from yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you need a, a brush with a tip. Mm-hmm. So you need to... I guess these are the things that, you know, when you're a new painter, you don't necessarily know. But once you have the skills... I, this is what I kind of realized is once I, you have these skills, you can actually paint very quickly. Um, and the thing that I found with the contrast paints is because they're all washes, you're basically painting with glazes and washes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool and it's interesting and it's different. But the problem with that is if you um, mess up, like if you paint outside the line, uh, outside of your, your thing, it's a lot harder to touch up the model. 
Yep. Yeah, if you're using messy techniques like that. Yeah, so it's like a watercolor, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're painting watercolors, you, yeah, it can be faster, but you have to be more careful on like where you put your, your brush, right? Mm -hmm. And then you also have to be okay with some of that bleeding over some of that bleeding when you do watercolors mm -hmm. but then uh but for for this stuff you can't really you can't well with watercolors you can't fix it and with this you don't yeah. you can't really fix it either yeah so you have to paint over mm -hmm. so then you end up losing some of the time so sure you you're, you have paint on all your model but then you're kind of like sitting there on the edge it's like it your, starts to your to your green wash bled into your skin wash and yeah. now it's kind of funky so then you might as well just use the normal paints, right? And and because they're they're washes, you have less control, right? Whereas an oil paint, actually, if you're able to do it, you, you aim where it goes, and it goes there, and it doesn't yeah. leave. Yeah. And when you do your wash, right? So I'm saying, like, when you do your second wash after your base coat, mm -hmm. you place it more carefully, right? So yeah. you place it, you have less, right? Because you're not trying to cover the entire spot, so you're trying to place it only on a certain edge, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so what I found was, well, I, I only tested it like, they've only been out for like, I don't know, a couple of weeks. So I only tested it a few hours, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I was thinking, actually, from the, like compared to the speed painting that we had done, it is not faster. Now it might be less stressful, because honestly speed painting 45 minutes to a model, for one model is kind of stressful. Oh yeah, because you have to you have to know the next but stage you're gonna do. You have to have it was like I, I looked at some wet. of our mm -hmm. speed paint, well my speed paints, uh, and I thought that my speed paints were like in general better than the contrast paints that I'd done, mm -hmm. right? And so I know there's different techniques and whatever, but like, is it really actually like the entire point of contrast paints is apparently just well. One of the selling points is that it's just one thick coat. It's supposed to be easier, faster to get everything up. I didn't really see it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think if you have a certain level of uh, ability, yep. it's actually necessarily faster. Yeah, that if you could actually paint, like if you can paint smooth blends in a reasonable amount of time, maybe you don't do four layers of highlighting and four layers of shadows, but yeah. you just do one good highlight, one good shadow, if nice have, and clean. Yeah, exactly, if you mm -hmm. have good paints, you only have to apply one layer, mm -hmm. generally, for a base coat. It won't look as necessarily as good. Sometimes you have to apply a second layer. It depends on the color of paint, It depends of on the, the color. But if you choose the right colors, mm -hmm. generally you can do a yellow, you can do a red. If you look for the right The paints, right base tone to start with. The right base yellow. tone and mm -hmm. paints, you can have a, a generally one layer red. Uh, I like... Um, oh, I actually use two layers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I use a dark red. I use a hull red. To from, start with. As, but as your my base layer, uh, or if I want to do a bright one, then I will use I don't know. It's like some rose red. It's mm -hmm. like a it's kind of pinkish. Yep. Right. Uh, and then you can wash it with like a different color to kind of turn it more red. Right. Mm -hmm. So those are like those are reds that are, that go over in one one layer. Uh, for yellow, I don't use yellows. I use filthy brown as my base yellow. And it works great. Yeah, I've now started taking to using like a yellowish. It's, it's in the yellow spectrum, but it's yeah. it looks it's like a, it looks a like a brown. Yeah, and then if you want to highlight it, then once you highlight it, it looks yellow, mm -hmm. right? And I'll, honestly, filthy brown by itself looks yellow if it's next to other colors. Yeah, I find with yellow, you want to start off with your shade color almost, then build up. Whereas other colors, you're perfectly mm -hmm. fine to start in the middle, then work down. But like the, more the reason why people have so much fun. trouble with mm -hmm. yellow 
It's because they try to do the mid-tone, and the mid-tone yellow was always They try to start the middle. Mm-hmm. You can never start You're, there. You can't, you can't use that. It's not going to So have you, have you seen people try to use the trends? So GW has a contrast paint for yellow. I, yes, I've it seen, looks pretty good. Yeah, I've seen people use it just over top of the base, and it looked like it turned out fairly decently. Yeah, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When I started looking at, and now people are starting to paint some, some pretty decent models, honestly, with contrast paints. Yep. And I, I asked a couple of the, the people, and they're like, yeah, just add some medium and do two Multiple. thin coats. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you want your model to look okay, you still have to do <laughs> two thin coats. Yep. And I'm like, if you do two thin coats, what's the difference between a base coat and a... And, and a wash. Yeah, it's like, why, why couldn't I just highlight that if I need two coats? Yeah, why couldn't I do a base coat and a wash? How is this different than the two thin coats? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about you it. You do one thin coat of base and then do a wash yeah. over top of it. And then you can you have more vibrancy to your colors, too, because you pick a base yep. color. Then you pick some sort of complimentary wash mm-hmm. to go with it. Which, I mean, maybe you could use the contrast paints as a nice color yes, wash. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So there's, there, I think... As a high contrast wash, maybe it's useful. I haven't done it yet, but yeah. I was thinking, oh, actually, maybe this is decent. Like, uh, not quite as good as the Vallejo Transparents, yeah. but the the range is much bigger, and it's more like a traditional wash, right? Mm-hmm. Transparents uh, are much higher in pigment, uh, and they, they cover things more deeply, and more e- more evenly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, the 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 um, Contrast paints are more like uh, more like a traditional wash, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least compared to these other paints, right? And so maybe if I use them as super expensive 1.5 times cost washes, maybe they're a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, but I was thinking about it um, more, and I don't know if this is true, because I guess we're no longer beginning painters, but I think there actually is one major thing that is good with contrast paints relative to normal paint, the normal painting layer. Which would be? You don't have to thin your paints. Okay. Because yeah, it's lot. already super thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost too thin. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of people without being shown like in person how thick their paint should be often falter at that part. New it's in like the, game. the hardest part. The mm-hmm. hardest part when you're beginning to paint. And you, sh- you should use a wet palette and yep. then thin your paints because the wet palette helps you thin your paints and keep them thin. And you don't have to go buy a wet palette. You can just make it out of yeah. like stuff lying around. You can make it out paper, of blister, I, blisters. You can yeah. paper towel. That's and, what I do. And, you, and then put over the You do have to go buy paper. parchment paper. I mean, yeah. oh no, you have to buy $5 of parchment paper that will last, last a lifetime for 100, with your 100 feet of it. Yes. Unless you actually start using it for cooking. Oh, yes. Baking. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, so... Do that. And, once, and that is, I think... You're well on your way. I think you, it can actually honestly maybe not be faster, but equally as fast. And I think overall you would probably get a more consistent look mm-hmm. with base paint plus shade. So I'm, I'm still heavily in the base paint plus shade camp, especially because of the pooling and especially because you're literally just using a glaze and wash. And sometimes you don't want a glaze and wash on everything. No, so not everything should be glazed and washed. No. So currently, because I guess I've gotten better at painting, uh-huh. I use very little in terms of actual out-of-the-bottle washes. The only uh-huh. things I use now are the Army Painter Strong Tone and Dark Tone, which are kind of like a replacement of, I think the Strong Tone is the replacement of the GW's old Devlin Mud, uh-huh. which I've never given up, ever. <laughs> okay. But they're basically used on highly textured surfaces that need uh-huh. like really dark tones and small, small spots, kind of like uh-huh. chain mail 
or anything else really textured where you want the dots in the middle dark. Yeah. But otherwise, to do the wash colors or to basically apply the paint as a wash, which is just really, really thinned out paint, I'll take Vallejo model color, water it down a whole lot, then add their thinner medium to mm -hmm. it just to get a bit more binder into it so you don't yeah. have to worry about the paint pooling excessively so you can get it yeah. spread out evenly and so it doesn't and leave sort of rings is, around. Yeah. The rings. If you do just add too much water to paint and then yeah. you smear it everywhere, you'll end up getting the ring effect. And it might and, mm -hmm. and in cracks, apparently, which I didn't I didn't really know this until recently, uh, is that uh, you might wash it and it might look good, but then what happens is when the water dries it pulls the paint outside of the cracks. Yeah, because it keeps because the edges keep drying. It's got this nice pool of water sitting there yeah. and it keeps drying it from the right, edges and then, it keeps leaving the paint. But then there. it doesn't look Right. When it dries, so it what you gets want is up. to add in some sort of thinner uh, that dries more evenly. So mm -hmm. like airbrush, that airbrush, whatever flow improver or or medium. Yeah. Uh, so the flow improver, if you lick your brushes, you have to watch out for because apparently that stuff's a bit toxic. <laughs> and retarder's toxic too. Just FYI. Uh, but the FYI, is... you shouldn't lick your paints. Uh -huh. lick, lick your brushes. You because you're licking paint. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, it's just disgusting. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, just doing that, as if you, if you get, I really don't think it's faster, mm -hmm. but I, I'm going to have to keep on trying it. Yeah. Some people are saying it's so much faster. I feel like maybe it's faster for some people, but if you really... If you can control the consistency of your paint by adding... And, and you think about, mm -hmm. and you, and you're try and you try to paint in the normal way, but as fast as possible, and you get that speed painting skill down mm -hmm. like we said you have to choose the right color uh, colors of paints you also have to you use have the to... same if you're going to do a shadow a very thin shadow mm -hmm. over one area that's almost a wash consistency you might have to use that same color for several areas like if you're going to darken painting yes generally you want oh, okay you want like making multiple uses if you're applying a wash to one area like if you've got a red area mm -hmm. and you've got maybe a skin tone area Mm -hmm. You maybe wash the same thing with like a dark, with a brownish color on. That's why all browns of it. are so good because mm -hmm. they're generally good shades for a ton of colors. Yeah. Right. Well, I like generally. I like the for the washes. I also like the blue and the black, mm -hmm. which I use all the time. Uh, if I want to do a bluish uh, shade, mm -hmm. for example, chainmail. I like the blue black chainmail, so I, I use the. I mix some blue with uh, some black wash from Army Painter, and that's mm -hmm. what I use. It's pretty good. Yeah, with painting blacks, I often just mix a really, really dark blue in mm -hmm. with with maybe 50-50 yeah. black, and yeah. just paint that as the shadow color. I to use give the some wash richness. just because, like we talked about, it's easier and it seeps in much mm -hmm. better. Like if you're using a normal paint, you always have to be worried about it not not uh, drying correctly yes. after it's been wet. So mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, so once you learn those kind of things to me you actually at least from what I've tried so far you paint just as fast and I think you get a better consistent look mm -hmm. uh, like I said we we've been kicking out models 45 minutes you can do it per model yep uh, now maybe with contrast paints you can do it in half an hour but they always say it doesn't include drying time which in some ways is kind of BS that honestly makes oh yeah sense. as part of speed painting you have to worry once you lay down your base coat, mm -hmm. you have to know the time it's going to take before you're allowed to come back to start yep. doing a wash over it. Yep. Which in speed painting is one of the techniques you have to use. Oh, two brush blending. That that's an entire podcast in and of itself. But to explain actually, why. Actually, now that I think about it, mm -hmm. uh, if you don't know how to two brush blend, 
Uh, it two brush blending is a shortcut. It is. It's. Uh, it sounds like super complicated. It's literally a shortcut technique. Yeah. Not exactly, but it's kind of a short shortcut technique, and it speeds up your painting a lot. That's the main benefit, in my opinion, of two brush blending. Um, and so, if you want to paint fast, just yep. learn to do if that I'm kind doing, of stuff. If I'm doing any layering, it's always with yeah. two brushes and one hand. But that's, we should have one about just how to paint. How to paint with two brush blending? I've read a lot of articles yeah. online, and people no, no, not how to paint two brush. No. Two brush blending. Mm -hmm. we should go over in a podcast specifically about our techniques for painting really quickly. Oh, that would be a good podcast. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, back. Yeah. So, sorry, what you're saying? Oh, let's see what, what back, to the, back to the topic of washes. Oh, you can like even when doing wa like washes or extremely thin paint, mm -hmm. I'll still use two brushes in one hand because one brush will be loaded with the paint itself, mm -hmm. and then you smear it everywhere. And the second brush is just wet. basically just wet and damp, and it removes the excess from the areas you don't want it. it. Kind of, yeah. So with the contrast paints, I guess. You Even if you're not using it to blend and mm -hmm. smooth out the, the thing. Yeah, I guess the contrast paints, you said they tend to pull on the low points, mm -hmm. so you don't quite need that second brush that's unloaded to take off the paint. It's a wash. I don't know. Do you two brush wash? Yeah. Two brush wash? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, just for one, clean it up. Yeah, because yeah. you, you say apply yeah. it, and then if you want... Yeah, it's going to go, in, it's going to go into the recesses, yeah. but then at your high points, if you want to take most of it off the high points, yeah. your second brush will take it back off. Yeah. And you've got, lots of, working, you've got lots of working time, which... A big part of the two brush blending is you have limited working time with normal paint, uh -huh. but with a wash consistency, you've got tons of time to yeah. smear the paint around with your that's second true. brush, or even add back more with the first brush. Yeah, that's true. So, and if you have too much on your second brush, then you can use that to apply it somewhere else, which I sometimes do. Mm -hmm. So, if you're gonna go looking for how to do two brush blending online, just give up because most of the tutorials are crap. Just, just <laughs> wait and listen back to our podcast later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. That's what I felt. I was like, with our with the things that we trained out, mm -hmm. it seems. I think the normal way to paint is faster than just using contrasts. Mm -hmm. um, I, now that said, I want to come back and. But you have to have your techniques. You have down to have a well. lot more techniques, right? And but that that's just for speed. Yep. Now here's the thing. It's exactly what I guess. The, what's good about contrast is. You don't have to have techniques. You don't have to have discrimination about where the paint ends up. Yes, and it ends up being okay. And honestly, if you do two thin coats, mm -hmm. uh, it'll, I haven't tried it yet, yep. but from what I see when I see people painting on, on it, and they said, whenever I see something, I said, oh, that's actually not bad. It's mm -hmm. generally they went over two times yep. and then also highlighted it. <laughs> have you seen them use it much over top of like other colors? Because I've seen all the tutorials are mostly over top of a very neutral base. Have you seen many people use it over top of more colored bases? No, but I, I assume it's literally like a wash. Because mm -hmm. you, you wouldn't end up with the white, the white tip with the highlights. Mm -hmm. You would now whatever you applied under it would be your highest color. But I would think you could get more interesting and possibly better results if you started off with sort of more neutral tones, but towards like the lighter end, like a lighter. If you start off with a light skin tone, like a light mm -hmm. green light grayish blues you might be able to get better results that way like blending too like one on well you do your you do a base piece. coat of a lighter color but with some uh -huh. color to it uh -huh. and then apply the wash over but not necessarily the exact same that's color that's literally their else. original that's the original uh, recipe that they've been trying to sell mm -hmm. do two thin coats 
of your base coat and then you do your wash. And that to me is probably the problem mm -hmm. is that if you use different paints, I don't know GW paints, I haven't used the normal line in a long time, but if you use paints that have high pigment and are very opaque, you can do like, you can get away with generally one thin, one coat, mm -hmm. maybe not a thin coat, but one coat and then a wash and it looks fine. Because they were trying to sell the foundation points paints for a long time. Yeah, like a foundation paint and they mm -hmm. got rid of the foundation. Like if all of your base coats were foundations, mm -hmm. And then you just use washes on top. And, and, and the thing with the foundation, because you're doing a wash on top, your foundations have to be brighter than they normally, than a normal uh, base color would be. Yeah, you don't go thin. You go to the top, right? Or you go, you go very light. You don't mean thin. You go no, no, light well, color. Yeah, what I mean mm -hmm. is, like, if you, were, if you were to do, if you want to do it really quickly, you're, you make everything brighter. Your base coat should be brighter mm -hmm. than you would actually want. Yep. It's, not you mid, it. it's not your mid-tone, it's, it's, it's a mid highlight color you're exactly. using as your starting Almost your point. highlight color. Mm -hmm. And then you wash it with your darker color, and then it brings everything down, and then you go back and you highlight a couple spots with your base, mm -hmm. with your base color. That's literally one thin coat, and, and that's, that's how you can end up paint, painting really quickly. So, so I think Reaper still has their heavy line of paints, which I've, I've we actually used the speed painting one year at Gen Con. Oh yeah? Because no I guess they... they I guess they figured it would speed up the painting process, uh -huh. or maybe Reaper just sponsored them. Who knows? But they were decent paints. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have taken them over Vallejo model color, but for the purpose we're talking about, if you want to lay down one solid thick base coat mm -hmm. and then apply a wash con consistency paint yeah. over that, maybe that's the way to go for that technique. Yeah. Or you can use contrast paints, use two thin coats, mm -hmm. and like I said, you can just paint straight out of the pot. Yep. You don't have to know how to thin your paints, although you should really learn how to do that eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, and you get it tabletop quality, I guess. Mm -hmm. so I think the, the key is two thin, thin coats. Still just do two thin coats with yeah. your wash. And actually maybe it'll help you understand how thin you want your paint to be, because you're, you're always, always using washes. Mm -hmm. And so, so the other thing, so, so for beginners I think it's actually decent, but I think they're if they had just changed their... Uh, change the instructions? Change the instructions. Because I saw you applying it to some of the guys with the skin tone, yeah. and say where where the shade got into the elbow, it just it became way too thick of a line. Yeah, it, it was pooling too much. Mm -hmm. You really got to treat it like... like it's got to be used much thinner. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then just keep on going over until the color goes out over. Yep. Uh, picks up enough. Um, the other thing is that I think that for people that are more skilled, it opened up the idea of doing everything with glazes, which is has been a technique used forever. Mm -hmm. But uh, generally, people don't do that. So you could say it's I don't know a lot or a, a borderline art. But with everyone saying, "Oh, use contrast to paint everything," mm -hmm. they're basically encouraging people to paint in this technique, which is new and exciting for a lot of painters. Yeah, because I've I've been to some classes with some Spanish. Pro painters, I guess mm -hmm. you might call them. They, uh -huh. they actually paint for some of the model lines, not the game, not game products, but actual display piece yeah. lines. And one of their techniques was you would sort of paint everything without having the smoothest of blends, mm -hmm. but then come back with the airbrush and use a very thin shadow color mm -hmm. to bring things all together and to smooth out the blends in your shadows, mm -hmm. which is kind of like using a glaze but without the paintbrush mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. Which, it's a very messy technique, but it, it can add character to the model. Yeah, so, but anyways, on, yeah. 
Yeah, on smaller models though, probably not gonna happen. Right. Airbrush is too big for that. So I guess uh, talked about contrast paints, basically disappointing, but maybe it'll be fine, especially if you're new and you're just trying to trying it out. Mm -hmm. Just use two thin coats, and you'll probably be okay. Or or do it the normal base coat plus wash, and you probably end up having over the long run a better looking product. Uh, Don't go right over the just primer. Just paint the base colors over the whole model first, but in a lighter color, and then you'll yeah. probably get a better result. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in my opinion, and just as fast, and learn to brush blending, and learn how to <laughs> how I understand why contrast painting is so so good for some people. Yeah. Now I, I'm like, oh, you do, or you do the traditional one and learn how to two brush blend learn and how to thin your paints and for and every do, application. Yeah, but you will get a better looking thing and just as fast. You will. So. And yeah. you won't buy expensive. Oh, and you don't have to spend twice as much paints. money on these contrast paints. And you can just keep using so your normal paints. So you only paint with washes, which is weird. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's got it. We might follow up at some point with our experiments with this. Or yeah, we've got to try out contrast paints. There's so many people that painted decently with contrast paints, mm -hmm. but I feel like those guys are awesome painters. And and, they're, and, what, and, they're and they could have used like Crayola markers, and it would have looked better than most people's painting. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, is this really saving you time? Mm -hmm. Did you ever think about trying to paint normally but short, but and faster, and faster? <laughs> And with less layering. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Let us know about your comments on how you prefer to use like washes and thinner, thin, very thin paints yeah, in your painting. If you tried speed painting, how fast you can paint a model, and if you started using contrast paints, if that actually was able to speed up your model with a similar quality. Mm -hmm. And then if you went back and tried to paint as quickly with the normal way, uh, at the same speed, if you could get that same look. You might be able to. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it's worth a try. Yeah, give us a... Tell us what you think. Or All what right. you've, you've experienced. Alright, thanks for listening. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. Alright, one last thing. Yeah, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, just like us wherever you're listening. Yeah, and if you want to keep track of our uh, work on Starpiercer... Go to starpiercer.com, or if you're on Facebook, go to... Our Starpiercer community. So, if... That's basically it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.